Welcome to No Room for Phonies, episode 56, top 10 podcasts of 55 that we've done. Nice. So. I think this is a good idea because the listeners are going to be able to, if, if they've started listening more recently, they can, and they can haven't go gone back. all the way back, they yeah. can choose what they can. Yeah, it's fine. And I'll publish our both our top 10s okay. on the... On the blog. website under inspiration on the, on the show notes as on they the are well no most i'll put it in inspirations on the oh, okay on the blog so anyway i wanted to talk about my green light moment because i was going to do that every time now instead of cocktails right. we're having green light moments and i want to say that the the book nerve that i read women and leadership contained my green light moment and it says and I know I've put this on Facebook as well uh, since then. And it just, it's a Brene Brown saying where she says, I keep a small piece of paper in my wallet with the names of people whose opinions matter to me. <laughs> and I just. But that was from McConaughey's book? He, like he quoted no, her? No. Oh, the green no, light. The, the, moment, I, the idea came from his book. The idea of a green this, light moment. The nerve, the women in leadership book. Yes. They are the ones They that... quoted Brene Brown God. quite a few times, actually. And it's actually a really good book. Mm -hmm. But this idea of really making sure that um, the people that you listen to in your life are people whose opinions really matter, matter to, to you, you and not to get kind of caught in the shuffle of, you know, online and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, celebrity and all that other stuff but to really and and I like how she says I keep a small piece of paper in my wallet yeah. it's not like a ticker <laughs> tape it's a small piece of paper so that was my green light moment you don't have to have one well Did I have you? to read McConaughey's books yeah <laughs> yes I still hasn't read that so that's okay it's busy back to work kind of thing and then my book recommendation is Cloud Cuckoo Land by Anthony Doerr and I just thought it was a beautiful um thought-provoking story and that it was really uh, brilliant and you have to delve in it's over 600 pages and um, it goes from lots of layers of connected and apparently disconnected but eventually connected characters yes and it spans like 1800s all the way to the future yeah. like it's it's quite but I think you, if you're reading it and you're like overwhelmed by it, I think you have to stop and appreciate the creativity of how he put together this story. It's mm -hmm. it's quite brilliant, mm -hmm. and I I think he's a great um, and, author. Well, and I, I I'm only probably a tenth of the way into it, but the storytelling of just like indi like certain individuals and their circle of family or friends is. Like just one little capture, cap like moment of their lives is such a well told story. Yeah, he's a yeah. great storyteller. So anyway, I would really recommend Cloud Cuckoo Land. And then as a podcast discovery, I'd like you to try Revelations. Uh, Jenning Brown's previous podcast, The Gateway, told the story of a of one woman's passionate following and examined whether it was in fact a toxic cult. Hmm. And then in this six-part one of Revelations, Brown investigates the Fellowship of Friends, which is a California cult, and until 2015, an actual winery. 
That's and an there are like blend. sexual assault allegations against its founder Robert Earl Burton. So this is a, a six episode yeah. podcast yeah. that investigates that. Yeah. Oh, that sounds. And cool. then ultimately, the believers' blind devotion to the morally questionable Burton is just fascinating. I mean, anybody mm-hmm. who's read or watched anything about cults. And I would just always think, like, in this day and age, would there be people who would still get sucked into things? And, yeah, yeah, we've found that (laughs) in a lot of different ways. So, anyway, it's called Revelations, and I think it's a six-part series, and uh, I haven't listened to it yet, but I am going to, because it's one of those ones that you could listen to at night and fall asleep and... Right. Right. Well, and you could do it while you're cooking instead of yes. audio, audiobooks. And, yeah. You know. I'm just finishing an audiobook and then I'm going to listen to this. All right. Are you ready? The 10 podcast, the top 10 podcasts of 55 podcasts that we, you, I, well, mostly them, you for the first, some other people group. have been involved, yep. have done. Absolutely. So my first one was the women in leadership one. I liked that one because. Partially, I get to talk about re- people who are were part of my leadership journey and right. who I really admire and respect. And you know, are, some of them are on that little piece of paper in my mm-hmm. wallet. So is that that? But there was another one where it was top ten something about women. But this was yeah. an earlier one. Yes, right? women yeah. in leadership. So what was okay. your number one? I oh, I didn't put them in particular. Oh, order. it doesn't matter. I just have them in order of chronological. Yeah, me me too. Okay. So I like the one that you and Claire did, Parenting Adult Children. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Because it was, It's it, a good one to listen to. I was I think in the room we when both... you recorded it, and I knew that. I know it was hard to do. Yeah. But It um, had a lot of good. It Like for people who are making like that I, transition. I would like to listen to it, and then you and I do it again. <laughs> actually, yeah. that I've been making a list of podcasts for this year, mm-hmm. so I should actually probably make note of that, the yeah. Parenting Adult Children Part 2 or... And then the second one I chose, and you're right, mine are in chronological order because I just went through them, okay. right? Yeah. Is adaptability for the win. It was quite popular, and I think that people found it was kind of funny, but still had a lot of meat and meaning to it. Yeah. So that Good. that one. What's your next one? My next one was um, love means healthy boundaries. Yes, and I thought that was a good one. Plus. Boundaries became very important to us so early on in our relationship with our extended family and everything. Right. I really... Learning about appropriate boundaries changes is actually life-changing. So if you haven't listened to that one, probably is a really... And if you haven't read anything by Cloud and Townsend, it's a good idea to read. Henry Cloud is the more prolific book writer Writer. about it. Yeah. So my third one was When I Know Better, I Do Better. Yeah, yeah, I and, almost picked that one. And uh, I that's um, a shout out to Maya Angelou and her mm-hmm. that, you know, every day you are who you are in that moment and you're influenced, of course, by what you did yesterday, but the next day you're better based on right. what you've... Like learning from your yeah, mistakes. Like, and, and just being better at understanding, better at cooking, better at... Right. Whatever. You mm-hmm. learn tricks to do things easier, better, and more yeah. efficiently if you work at it. If really? you don't just get stuck. <laughs> we both know what we're talking about, but we're not going to go there. So anyway, that was number three for me because I am <clears throat> a big fan of Maya Angelou. Yes. 
I like the fun one that you, was it you and Sebastian, the best food I ever cooked? Yeah. Did I not do that one? What no, did? You top ten. Oh, I did top ten things to come out yeah, of my kitchen. Yeah, so this kitchen. one was earlier, I think, the best food I ever cooked. And so I, I want to do another one about food this time, about everything we cooked in a month. Oh, that's a good idea. Because I keep track of our meals, like our, our dinners. Yeah. And I thought so we could just So what is it going to be, like through. a listicle of the things? Yeah, okay. and just talking about um, how we try to manage good nutrition by planning our meals. And, yeah. well, I try to <laughs> manage good nutrition by I help planning. execute sometimes. Yes, you do. But anyway, <laughs> so I did the kitchen ones. I think the kitchen ones are fun. And I also continue to post a lot of those recipes. Right on on the blog so So, anyway and then i chose the impact of history oh that was a good one yep yeah that was um the one i think oh wait you just did two in a row i know what did i miss i did two in a row because i jumped to 10 things that come out of my kitchen so you should have actually gone now all right no problem but anyway the impact of history was the one where we had people come in and say what they thought were the 10 most impa- impactful things that happened in, in history. history and we all shared. I yeah, kind of like Yeah, it was nice to things. have the, yeah. That's so someday fun. again, we can have, yeah, the, I'm we're, gonna we can do... have a few random guests again. Well, at the other... maybe, maybe somebody that's out there listening would like to participate. It's all yeah. virtual, so. Well, I, I'm trying to maybe convince some friends of ours that if we did one on the 10 most impactful books that you've read. Oh, that they might come on, and certainly Zachary, that would be yeah, our exactly. son Zachary would yeah. be interested. Well, even in that. Sebastian would now because he's been listening yeah, to he's a lot been of books. reading and listening to a lot of books. Okay, uh, I have two then. So the evolution of motherhood, I thought uh, that was I didn't choose that. One. I thought that was a really good one. Um, it made me think a lot, well, of you, but then also the fatherhood aspect of it. So maybe that's a follow up. A follow up. Yep. The evolution of parenthood. <laughs> well, we can do a fathering one first, and we then could do we a can do a joint one. Yeah, um, and then family. Oh, the movies! When, oh, when that's we, what I chose that one too. Family we, favorites, 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 movies, and movies TV and shows. TV. That was a lot because that fun. was like in the mi- middle of the pandemic, and we yeah. did it in Sebastian's room. Yeah, and it was just fun. We were all kind of there together, even if some of us were virtual, and it yeah. was, that was, it was really, that actually was really fun. And then I like the part one and two, living your best life. I thought that there were a lot of good things in there about um, how to like just get on with it and live the life that you're meant to live yep. without um, a non-apologetic, expectationless life. Speaking of... Living an expectationless life <laughs> was the next title that I chose. Yeah, I think uh, the more that I have like kind of grown into not having expectations of people and just letting living a mindful life, uh, the more um, peaceful and relaxed and happy that I have been as a person. Mm. So I think that is a really good one. And then I really enjoyed doing the defining success with Sebastian. I think um, if you're interested in reading some of his stuff, because he actually has. Oh, we'll share links to. We'll share a link to his blog because he just wrote a very um, interesting passage on an interesting little article on his perceptions of life. And it's very interesting the Gen Z or Gen Z 
uh, perspective. perspective. Anyway, yeah. if you have a Gen Z in your life, I think it, for me it was kind of a discovery because sometimes I find him. Let's just be honest. We find our children annoying sometimes. <laughs> well, not the children. Their behavior. Their behavior. I love the child, and he's brilliant. And both our kids are, you know, good, smart, hardworking people, but annoying at times. Behavior. Yes. So it's anyway, a it's a generation. Just thing. listening to him talk about what is really behind all those of dropping clothes everywhere and never cleaning up after yourself and all this stuff. Uh, Yes, but also what we learned in that neuro link, the neuro programming, the whatever that was called, the brain one, all about uh, some of those things is very good too. So anyway, I like the defining I liked Sebastian. uh, So then my last three are all from the school series. Oh, okay. So I like the 10 ideas that would make public education better for kids. Oh, no, that was before the school series. That was even before it, but Uh, that's... Yeah, maybe if Stephen Lecce is listening, he should... (laughs) (laughs) Any of you can forward it on to him. Forward it on to Stephen Lecce. If a hundred of you did, he might actually read it. Yeah. And my that one was what do you want from your child's school i liked that one because Mm -hmm. it's very practical and puts things out there that and it makes it like evident that there are things that you can actually as a parent ask to see and be part of and do so Mm -hmm. i like that one and then my last two were things you should see in every classroom because again that was very practical and very visual you can and now that and i'm gonna say that um there there are they are some of the things that you should see in an online classroom as well absolutely like none of them were like physical things a lot of them were not physical things um they were ways of being yeah and so if your child is still online you should be able to observe those things when they are online with their teacher that Mm -hmm. should not be hard no and then my last one was what to do if your child doesn't want to go to school yeah, that's an important one. And I think yes. people... Well, thinking will, about my parents, they, they did the best with what they knew, but there's so much they could have done differently yeah. when it came to me with some of my school issues. Well, and I think one of the other things that I want to do um, is um, that idea that you believe that people are doing the best they can. I think there's a that's podcast another, yeah, in there for sure. And uh, mind, my last... No, I've already done. I only have my last one, right? Because I did two at once. The third one from the end there. Yeah, top 10 blessings from my past. It was really good for me to go back and like look at my past from a different perspective. So if you listen to mine, you might be um, motivated to kind of take a perspective on your own past of the things that you learned, even if it was a traumatic or bad thing. I think what we have to do is draw the good and the learning out mm-hmm. of what our past involves and then move forward. So, and and I, I mean, I can triumphantly say that I've been able to do that. I, I certainly have things that um, trigger me into being activated or whatever, but I think generally I have learned um, when to take a stand. And I certainly know myself and my own principles and moral compass and values mm-hmm. way better than I did, I'm going to say, five years ago. Yeah, well, so, and hopefully we all do that, right? So that's it. So go back, have a look. I'm going to, literally, I'm going to put these lists on so that you can see the ones that we thought were our favorites. And I mean, I've certainly said if you had a favorite that you um, liked and we didn't mention it, 
you can certainly... Or if there's topics from past ones that you'd like us to explore again or yeah. in a different way. Well, we've great. come up with a few things already that we want to do yeah. as part of our kind of our next phase of our journey. So um, that's great. But January 30th, we're going to do the trouble with status. <laughs> That's a good one. Because there is trouble. I, I'm status. trying to trouble trouble in uh, oh, there's trouble in, in, in River in, City. In River City. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I think this this the um, search for the feeling that all the things to do with status really um, cause. And there are so many hidden ways that we fall into the trap of status, of status so it's really sure. interesting yeah so we're going to do a, a conversation about status and why it's bad we're not even going to say it's good we're just the pursuit of status pursuit of status status is bad yeah it's um it's like the root of it's the second root of all evil yeah so thanks for joining us this is a short one on uh, no room for phonies and uh, i hope you appreciated our top tens and uh, go ahead, delve in, look back on the uh, blog. All the uh, podcasts are posted on the blog. No so, room for phonies.com. Yes. So don't, no room for with the number with four. With the number four. Phonies. Phonies. Or if you search no room for phonies, live your best life, it also comes up in interesting in Google. So Yeah, you rank in Google. I rank in Google. So anyway. Status. Ooh. <laughs> And if you know me at all, you know that I don't do any of this for status. If I did, I'd have quit long ago because there is no status in this. It's just us trying to share what we love and know and have learned in order to make the world around us a little better place. So episode 56, the top 10 podcasts of 55. Have a good end of January. Thanks for joining us on No Room for Home.